Hey y'all, it's Friday, and that means one thing. We are backstage at the Bluebird. I am Johnny Ellis. With me, as always, is Mr. Andrew Jones. Friday. Is that your version of Rebecca Black? No, no, it's it's it's, it's my new song called Friday. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it's based on the uh, concept of air horns can be instruments. <laughs> so why don't we just do a song which is only vocals and air horns in some sort of vocoder style, Imogen Heap aesthetic? Well, it, I think it's really going to break through the mainstream. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to break through in Nashville, but I'm going to see what I can do if I can. Nashville is the only finds, Yeah, but if, if I can find another location where I might be able to, you know, have a launch pad for my music career. But um, that's not about me right now. Let's face it. <laughs> We're talking about uh, the TV show Nashville here. Yes, we are indeed. We are talking Nashville season two, episode nineteen. Crazy. What'd you call me? I'm just saying it's crazy that we're at uh, episode 19 of season 2. So what is and this? Our, uh, our 40th episode of the actual show watched? I believe so. Oh. Like that, yeah. Um, do you want to give us an air date? for? Oh, I think there was like a bit of a break on this one and we're talking April 3rd. Oh. 2015. You keep saying 2015. It's 2014. <laughs> it's I've got it in my head for 2015. I don't know why. Um, it's April 2nd, 2014. Holy moly. So you're you're close. Oh, close and by far know, away. 367 <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah. Um, directed by uh, Jean de Sigonzac. I was leaving that one up for you. <laughs> I was not going to touch it. Uh, this is the first of three episodes. He's uh, directed episodes of uh, Law and Order, uh-huh. Law and Order um, SVU, Bring Law on. and Order Criminal Intent, Bring Law on. and Order LA, Law and Order Trial by Jury, Ding-y-donk. and Law and Order Organised Crime, as well as other things. But those are all the Forget things that, that jumped out. <laughs> um, and written by Jeb- Deborah Fordham. Um, with Wait, the Jeff, just Jeb Fordham? No, 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 Deborah Fordham. His sister, or his um, his Who drag name. Beans, she counts words. Yes. Um, and the song, the the title, obviously, crazy comes from a song. No, crazy by Patsy Patsy Klein. No, Aerosmith. No. Crazy, crazy. Give me your answer, do. Is that an actual Aerosmith? I'm so crazy because of you. Your name is Liv Tyler. My name is Steven Tyler. We're related. Isn't that fun? I'm crazy for you. <laughs> yeah, That's no, it. not that one. Uh, That's the client's crazy. Crazy, crazy for feeling so lonely. Why would you feel Liv Tyler? Because she's a very emotional human being who can create the emotions out of thin air and give voice to the voiceless <laughs> on uh, camera so i feel like it's important to feel Liv tyler as she gives the emotions that we want to feel on screen <laughs> right. and then has animal crackers put down her underwear by ben affleck <laughs> i didn't want to miss that thing is that usually yeah that's usually usually is the, is the film i've never ben seen Gisley, shoves animal crackers down her undies before yep. taking off to the moon. Famous scene in Gisley when Ben Affleck goes and mines an asteroid. <laughs> gobble, gobble, he says as he plants the bomb. Well, uh, we last left off. Uh, Deacon had found out about um, Megan Vinoy, the cheetah, and uh, Teddy. The mayor, mayoral cheetah, Teddy. Mr. Mayor. Mr. Mayor. Mr. Mayor. Mr. Cheetah. Um, he's, yeah, still, so... he's still a mayor. Politics is all about lying and cheating. We we, we notice. True. We notice. Um, I mean, we were on season. We were on summer break, but we still notice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon that character's coming back next year? Oh, oh I hope so. Gosh, I hope it's all that SNL is just all we notice now. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Hold on. Wait, what have my notes gone? Cheaters. Right, so we're talking about cheaters. Deacon has gone back to his um his not his house but like the the place that he went to. Last time he uh, fell off the wagon, the sort of um, like a little ranch place. Yeah, a little ranch a hidey place. hole. Yeah, his his um. He could afford a second home. 
Yeah, he can apparently. I mean, um, what what kind of person can afford that kind of place? Who or did he have like Luke Wheeler royalties or something? Maybe, maybe. Uh, um, well, anyway, he's rummaging around and he's trying to find a bottle, which he does find, and he's just looking at it. So yeah, uh, what kind of bottle are we talking about it? here? A bottle of Cola? alcohol. Oh, uh, yeah. bad, bad bottle. bottle. That's bottle. a bad bottle. Um, Luke, meanwhile, is at uh, Rainer's and he's apologising uh, for... Oh, what happened? Did he put his hand on a wheel? <laughs> no, so he, one he, thing's not he, reacted, he reacted badly to finding out about Deacon being uh, Maddie's dad. Um, and uh, it, he says it's a, sport, it's a sore spot when it comes to Deacon. Um, because at the 92 Oklahoma State Fair... Um, he thought that Reno would finally see him for who he was and not focus on Deacon because Deacon had gone off drinking. But um, that's all she could talk about. Um, Wait, is uh, Luke Wheeler a teetotaler? Yeah. Is he hands off the boozer? Maybe. Or maybe, maybe. he's just, you know, comfortable when he is within the concept of addictions. He doesn't have a personality that launches itself even to that particular element and maybe there's something else in which he has to I negotiate carefully around his life i wouldn't say it's t- uh, tito slide I, 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 I feel like he probably has a couple of drinks but, but it's not yeah, like, yeah. He's, he he's doesn't not, have uh, he, he, yeah exactly he's not yeah. he's got an addictive personality in some other formats maybe you know like buying ranches and buying guns and shooting on his property but yeah but not on alcohol and narcotics thankfully yeah that's a tough um, burden to carry meanwhile on the tv uh the view is on oh yeah uh, and all they're talking oh, about. And they're, is, uh, they're, they're sitting there and they're saying goodbye to, of course, Megan. Yeah. Well, McCain, no, no. That, that, and they're saying, they're like, talking. it's been it's been very, very important. Like, uh, we, we get rid of you because you're, you know, you're you are one of the worst people. And all you talk about is your father. Um, no, all right, let, talking... Let's go through who's on The View at the moment, then. I, Maybe the cast I, don't, the view. I don't know who the cast members were. Whoopi Goldberg was there. That's all who? I know. Whoopi Goldberg? Egot. Winner, winner, queen of the egots, Whoopi. Yep. Whoopi. Um, and they're all talking about Maddie Claiborne. Whoopi. I've been on screen with Whoopi before, you know. Have you? I had comments, and my face was on screen at the same time as Whoopi Goldberg. Only you know what? Six months ago, during a uh, online charity event, as I was talking about something else. (laughs) It was great. It was a fun moment. Good time. We all interact. So she she knows who's she knows who you are. She knows what Ethan Runt is. Right. <laughs> That's more important. That's my online persona. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> she can't catch me. Um. So yeah, they're all talking about Maddie Claiborne and how she uh, is she Deacon's daughter. What's going on? And they show a clip of Maddie's could song. be Deacon's sister. With yeah. A name like that. Um. Well. Um. Hold on. Well, they're watching this show, and it's really annoyingly edited. Yeah. And it's weird to see them all in a room together, because, uh, hey, who, who goes on TV and stands in a room together anymore? <laughs> yeah, it's Do weird. it from your home. It's Individual boxes. Um, meanwhile, at uh, at Juliet's, um, Glenn is saying, looks like the tabloids have got something other than you to talk about, so that's good. Are you sure um, it's Glenn? Yes, it is Glenn, it's okay. not. Bucky, Bucky is. Uh, I, I want to throw you under the bus yeah. every so often, just in case. <laughs> um, yeah, so it looks like tabloids have got something other than Juliet to talk about. But why? What was wrong with Juliet? Why? Well, why? Why? Why are people not liking Juliet? Well, because Juliet has um, has has screwed over country music, and she's trying to get back in uh, country music's good books. But the question is, how did the press get this story? Is there some sort of deity that maybe Juliet? to because surely it wasn't any you know higher power because as we all know Juliet believes there is no god yeah there is no god <laughs> um but uh Juliet says uh, Maddie's only a kid so she'd rather they talk about her to be honest which is sweet like I, I like this sort of like um warm aunt thing she's got going on with um with Maddie like she cares for her she doesn't really care for anyone else but she cares for Maddie it's nice Sweet. Um, but yeah, she's talking about how she only signed for Rainer to get into country music's good graces. Um, but that's not really going on right now. 
To which Glenn says, well, if only we knew someone in the radio business willing to help. And he hands the newspaper and walks away. And was also um, going to be in the same town she was in yep. on her tour. I think it's very important that they're going to yep. Chicago. Um, they're going sweet home. And the newspaper's talking about um, Charlie of Charlivia. But just Charlie now. Wait, um, the newspapers are reporting on homeless people. That's <laughs> no. tragic. How's he doing? <laughs> He's doing wonderfully because he owns all the radios. Wait, he, knows, he, he can't own all the radios. I'm sure he just picked up a couple at a scrapyard and said, now they're mine. He owns and all the radios. walked around on his uh, shopping trolley, stations. playing in the radios loud, in a cacophony of noise, hoping that people would you know, throw things at him so he can collect various items of rubbish they've thrown at him and then sell them on later on. That's how I'd do it. Well, well, um, oh, I was in a child living situation. Well, Juliet's looking at this paper. Uh, Avery passes by and he says, poor person. he says, I can't stop. I've got to go and record with my ex-girlfriend. Um, we've only got her today, really, and uh, I'm running behind as it is. Bye. Who's his ex-girlfriend again? Scarlet. Oh. Con? Oh, Scarlet no. O'Connor, yeah. Okay, oh, well. Yeah. There's many Scarlets in the world. Yeah, should have been Scarlet, Scarlet Scott. Should have been Scarlet Scott, I agree with you. Uh, she should have said yes to Gunner. Um, I, think the last you, I don't think you should think it should actually be Scarlet <laughs> Ellis, but there you go. <laughs> Would you be Scarlet okay. O'Ellis? Would you take the O? Scarlet O'Ellis. You'd take the O. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd love to get an O from Scarlet. Um, you are so disgusting. Well, I'm trying to be very gentle and nice, and here you are, just what? talking about just stealing said... letters from a woman. Zoe, <laughs> yeah. um, meanwhile, has got new headshots sorted out, um, to which Gunner says there's no such thing as too slutty. Our favourite gunner. Yeah, yeah, like, like you say, top of the top of the pile. It's, well, it's who we love most in Nashville. He is our favourite because what, what a got, gentleman! Okay, yeah, why is he our favourite? He's just got four hundred thousand dollars in royalties. Oh, so, and so that makes him your favourite now. Yeah, because it's well deserved because of money. It's well deserved. It's he not, runs not into immediately. some money, and you're like, oh man, I love him now. Didn't love him when he was, you know, Charlie not, style poor, but now he's, you know, richer than Chilibia <laughs> combined. It's not immediately though, is it? Because this this podcast has always it's, been it's, a hey, hey, got we're only forty episodes cast. into a TV show, and it's, and yeah, and forty episodes of praising Gunnar Scott. That's that's what this whole how how, many, how much money had they raised at, at, at the fortieth episode of Two Broke Girls? At the end tally of every week, how much money did they raise on that episode? I've never seen two broke exactly. girls. I can tell you. I can tell you it wasn't going to be four hundred thousand. So he, overwhelmingly as a uh, straight white man in America, managed to get one over on the system and got more than he ever deserved to. And uh, we should destroy him. What songs did the two broke girls uh, write? What um, what number one hits did the two broke girls write? Um, they wrote uh, the song I Love My Boyfriend, Andrew W.K., and his song Party Hard, Party, Party, Party Hard, which was a huge success. Yeah, it's not Ball and Chain, though, is it? Um, oh, Boring Jane. Meanwhile, with... Uh, <laughs> Take that gunner. I can do a Weird Al. Meanwhile, with uh, Scarlet... Um, Check she... Weird Al's going to pop in at some point and ask Luke and Gunner for the right to uh, parody Ball and Chain. Oh, of course, yeah. That's how you know you've really made it. That's what that's, absolutely. That's how you know you've really made it is if Weirdo asks for your permission for him to yeah. do the parody he wants it of your very popular song. And I hope that happens by the end of this season of Nashville. Otherwise, the show is completely, <laughs> you know, gushflecken. Um, well, now we're with Scarlett, and uh, she's uh, getting ready. She's she's running a bit late. Um, someone's knocked at the door. Likely it's Avery. She opens the door and she says, "Sorry, I'm late. I'm ready. I'm ready now. I'm ready." Uh, and Avery and says. Out, to be um, her mum, Beverly, is at the door. Turns out Beverly's left her job. Um, and she's going to be spending her time with Scarlett now. Scarlett doesn't seem too happy about that. Um, Avery finally turns up and Scarlett instantly grabs him and pulls him into the room. Uh, and says, right, we've got to go because we've got to record things. Um, so we're busy, we're running late already. And Beverly says, oh, well, that sounds great. I'm ready to go when you are. How exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not going to be a fun episode. <laughs> um, no, no, you're right. If you're listening, stop. It's not going to be fun. 
We're just going to see a recap for a TV show called Nashville. So if you're not into that. Meanwhile, the, uh, the paparazzi are all over Raina, Teddy and Maddie as they're trying to get into their car. Um, sort of a Who's bit car? Um, Teddy's car, I oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was Maddie's car, the way you said that. No. I'm <laughs> interested to see if Maddie got himself a car at this point. Because I hear she's doing pretty well on uh, the viral media market. Maybe she turned yeah. that into a Bitcoin thing. <laughs> Maybe even a Dogecoin and made a bit of money and then sold it off for Edison Hill. <laughs> Happened. Well, we find out now that Maddie took the video down, so someone oh. must have reposted it. So um, she's not even getting monetization of that. Oh, Maddie, you are yeah. a bad business girl. Yeah. You're um, really taking after the Claiborne household. <laughs> so someone must have reposted it. Um, Luke is saying it's not his son. His son His son knew that the girls were off limits. Um, Wait, Tandy turns mean? up. <laughs> well, the girls are off limits as in don't, don't screw around with them. Don't. Don't put them up on uh, on social media because we already know Raina doesn't like social media. Oh, okay, not screw around with them in any other kind of capacity. They're still good in for that. In any capacity whatsoever. Oh, okay. Um, Tandy turns up. Because that's Will. That's <laughs> Luke Wheeler's thing. Is yeah, I'm the one who gets to screw around with one of the uh, one of the Raina James clan, and I've chosen Raina James because she's <laughs> the oldest and most appropriate. Um, Tandy turns up, but there's no sister catch-up time. There's no time for sister catch-up time. Well, we're going to get that later, right? Because uh, there's always time at some point for sisters to catch up. Yeah. Well, right? Um, right? Tandy, Tandy, meanwhile, has to take uh, Daphne away. And sort of, even though Daphne wants to listen in, like the little gossip she is. Oh, my um, gosh. She is just absolutely... The, she, she is the original gossip girl XOXO. Yeah. Uh, Raina doesn't want a press conference. Teddy does, though. Of course Teddy does, because it's Teddy. Um, the only geez. things he knows is, you know, <laughs> manipulating murders <laughs> to, to work out on his behalf and uh, press conferences. Oh, and uh, I guess, you know, Cumberland land deals. Yeah. Well, Raina wants to release, uh, do a press release instead, uh, saying that it's a personal, personal matter and to respect their privacy. Uh, but Teddy says the statement won't be enough. It's going to have to be a united front, Raina says. Um, but no one's spoken to Deacon yet. So Reno and Luke have got to go and track him down. Where is Deacon, I wonder? And this um, forms the base of the episode. It's just them going around Nashville hunting down clues. Oh, I imagine. Um, Reno's got a <laughs> trench coat, and sometimes she's like, uh, oh, one more thing. <laughs> is this the wrong song come through your speakers? Well, back at Gunners, he thought 10,000 was huge, but now he's got 400,000. He should have got a bigger TV, he thinks. 10,000 uh, wants by the way. And he wants to go to um, Paris for dinner. He wants to take, to take Zoe out for dinner in Paris. Yeah, he heard, got... uh, he heard about uh, how good Paris was from uh, Juliet's ex-assistant, yep. Emily. Yeah. Um, well, Zoe can't do that because she's got a meeting tomorrow. Um, she can fly so... back on the Concorde. Well, no, what she's going to do is she's going to hold on to the check for 48 hours because uh, Gunnar is going crazy. Um, and... and also because Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte are going by. Yep. And then um, she talks about how um, how she handed her demo of the church song in to the uh, the agents that she wanted she, to. Oh, she recorded a demo. Yeah, she was recording a demo just in the church, though. It wasn't. Did anything. she record the demo? Was it a yeah. demo? Would you count that as a demo? Yeah. Would you count it that does. as a demo? Recording yeah, she, in the church or recording she in the church? It a demo. Right. Well, this podcast is a demo. How do you feel about that? We recorded this somewhere and we call that a demo. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it counts. Yeah. yeah. A demonstration of our podcast, as opposed yeah. to you know just a recording. Yeah. You scratched out and said, "Hey, here's something." I guess. Well, Gunner um, has a an idea now. He's he's got an idea to celebrate. It's going to be in Nashville, and he says it's not dangerous and it's not a, spur- a splurge. In fact, it's a necessity. And he grabs a he grabs Zoe and takes her off. This is of course after he's decided maybe he'll going to get a motorcycle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He saw how cool that. Uh, that his best friend, Will Lexington, looked when oh, he was yeah. Mike, yeah. hiding out in a camp. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, you know what I mean when I say camp, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. A camp fashion. Yeah. <laughs> so um, his sexuality <laughs> on his honeymoon, I guess. Well, the paparazzi's now all over Deacon's house. Uh, his and... house or his hideaway? His house. Okay. Um, not his hideaway, because no one knows where his hideaway is. I just want to make sure anyone, if anyone knows, who knows. Raina knows where his hideaway is. What? Um, How does she know? So her and uh, her and Luke decide to head off and 
see if that's where he is. Oh, and is that why the, we, the cameras will go that way as well? Because the only way that the cameras for the TV show know is because they're following Rain at all times. Yeah. Does she know that she's part of a TV show, by the way? No. no. Okay, I was going to say, some of the conversations she has, it feels like you know you've got sound you know, pinging off you and lights hitting you and cameras recording you. You shouldn't be saying some of this stuff, Raina. This stuff <laughs> is more for a private purpose. Don't, don't put this on uh, blast on ABC and soon to be CMT. Well, Raina thinks she should go on her own to find out where Deacon is. If, if he's gone on a bender, she knows where he's going. Um, and she thinks it's best if she goes alone, but... Uh, uh, Luke is having none of that. Um, he's a controlling boyfriend. He's not controlling, he's just caring. Okay, just to make sure. Um, meanwhile, Beverly has asked uh, Scarlet to play something, but um, Avery kind of steps in and says, oh, We're not really there yet, we're not going to play you anything. Uh, you've just waltzed in. Uh, I don't think Scarlet likes you. Uh, stay away. Um, Juliet turns I up. I mean, Avery, I'm assuming, knows about Scarlet's history with her mother yes. from the time they spent together when they were boyfriend and girlfriend back when it was Avery and Scarlet forever. Yeah. And then Remember it was those Avery, great days? And then it was uh, Scarlet days? and Gunner forever. Nope. And it will be again at some point, I imagine. What? No. We can but hope. Avery and Scarlet for, forever. Or five of because five is one of them once. And one of four. <laughs> we all know that. Um, well, uh, Beverly at this point gets to meet Juliet, which is exciting. Um, and she talks about how uh, she was Beverly was the one who said to Deacon, "Let's go to Nashville." But then she had Scarlet, so that went out out the window for her. And no, specifically, Beverly does does give a big old hug to Juliet, and Juliet gives everyone a look of what the who the hell is, yep. why is this happening? I am <laughs> a star. Why does any kind of civilian get to touch me? Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Surely Juliet and Avery, people. <laughs> Ju- Juliet and Avery head off and uh, leave Beverly uh, with um, her That's daughter Scarlet. Scarlet. Scarlet O'Connor is the name of the and daughter. Scarlet is uh, growing increasingly uncomfortable. Yeah, it seems like a situation which um, you would have any member of staff on tour just pop, yeah, you know, be asked to pop in and make sure everything's okay. Yeah, just yeah, Avery would be like, hey, could you just uh, overlook this? Well, now um, Juliet's wanting an idea by Avery because um, she's wanting to ask uh, Charlie Wentworth for help because he owns all the radio stations. Uh, Why does he do that? Because he's so rich. He can't afford paper in his um, pocket. <laughs> he had to call um, Jake Sully's brother for it. <laughs> um, and she says to Avery, you know, this might be uncomfortable for you, but he thinks it's a smart idea, so he tells her to make the call. Doesn't tell her not to kill him, kiss him. If um, if he he's certainly got to tell her not to kill him. That's, yeah. that's one conversation that didn't come up. So let's hope that 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 backfire later. We'll find yeah. out. Um, well, there's no um cell surface where Deacon might be. Uh, there's an empty bottle on the lawn outside his uh his little hideaway. Wait, wait, what kind of empty bottle are we talking about here? Uh, empty alcohol bottle. Oh no. Yeah, bad bottle. Wait, wait, um, is it is it a bottle we've seen before? It's the same one he picked up. It looks. It's like... our best friend from the start of the episode. Yeah. Oh no! Um, best friend's gone. The house is look looks a bit trashed. Um, Deacon says he didn't drink anything. He pulled it all out as soon as he arrived, and he's uh he's redecorating. What's the big deal? Um. So Raina asks Luke to step outside for a second, and she's talk she talks to Deacon, and Deacon's like. Why are you here? What's, you know, what the hell? Did Megan call you? Is that what's going on? She's like, why would Megan call me? And he's like, well, what are you here for? And she's like, because everyone knows about our daughter. It's like, oh, oh, that. So not about the other thing. You don't know about the other thing yet. Um, well. <laughs> and he doesn't know about the other, that thing. So they're both going to drop some bombshells yep. on each other. Yeah. Which is why they uh, need to redecorate the place. Because, you know, it looks like a bomb's dropped on it. Raina's saying they've got to confront it head on. Um, her, Vinny Chase, though. her Deacon and Teddy have got to do an interview and he says no 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 I can't do it with Teddy and she's like why not and he said well you ask him he says I can't be a, a, in a room with him because uh, if I am I'm going to kill him so that could be a fun interview yeah that would be really interesting to watch yeah Teddy will get what he fucking deserves maybe they could put it on one of these uh, radios that uh, Charlie will be listening to when Juliet kills him 
based on Avery's uh, non-compliance with <laughs> setting up rules and boundaries for whether or not to murder a human being. I can't believe you forgot that. How do you overlook such a simple thing? Just recite the Ten Commandments and you're pretty much good to go for most things. We do it before this podcast every week. Yeah. <laughs> we pledge our allegiance to the Ten Commandments. Um... Meanwhile, uh, Scarlet is talking to Avery. She's saying that she wants Beverly to acknowledge and apologise to her for the, how she treated her most of her life. We don't know what exactly happened, but shit went down and uh, Scarlet clearly doesn't like her mother very much. Um, I don't and like her either. Avery says, just because she's your mum doesn't mean she can treat you like this. Which is true. Um, Zoe, meanwhile, is in a, school, in a recording studio, courtesy of Gunner. Because uh, of Big Bucks Gunner. Um, <laughs> um, Big Bucks Gunner. That's not a nickname I'm ever going to be using. Big Bucks Gunner. Um, she sings a song called Done Running, uh, while Gunner gets a call from oh, the Marty running, Lounge. Running and running and <laughs> Gunner gets a call from the, the Marty Lounge uh, while she's singing. Um, Marty Lounge. Yep. Uh, they've now, got is, that, is that based on the, the owner's name, Marty? Was it just like a, it's a Scorsese heavy place? Is it, is it Ernest Borgnine related? Like it's, it's celebrating it's Mar- the uh, Best Marcy. Picture winner, the 90 minute Best Picture winner, by the way. Maybe even under 90 minute Best Picture winner, Marty. No, which it's is the Mar- shortest ever Best it's, Picture winner, and all films should be that length or less. It's Marcy, not Marty. Wait, it's Marty's Lounge. Marcy. Marcy's Marcy. Lounge. Yeah. Does, 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 does it have a playground as well? <laughs> Because um, well, Lounge... you go there, do you know what you're going to sell? What? Sex and candy. <laughs> um, well, they've got an opening next week and they oh, want yeah. uh, Gunner to play a set. And he says, Yeah, sure, I'll play a set. I've got some songs I want to try out. And he says, Oh, no, Here's I didn't favorite bit. Here's my favourite bit. Drop it, drop it. Go he on. says, not, not as a solo, I meant, I meant the band. You see, he called up Gunner and it's like, Look, I hate you, but there are two people I actually like. <laughs> and uh, when you're wrapped around those two people, I can kind of just about stomach you. So bring them. Otherwise, get the... I think we're here. adding words here. I um, think I'm writing exactly what the CMT version would be. Right. Um, get out of here. Well, um... <laughs> yeah, so Gunner says, oh, no, the band's broken up. But he says, well, if you've got a, uh, an opening, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to... I'm, I'm, Happy to um to fill in. Uh, to which the guy says, uh, "No, you know that's not what we're looking for. We need a band, really." Uh, and he says, "If you get the band back back together, give me a call." So poor poor Gunner. So that he's phone, got that contact on his phone. He's he's big bucks Gunner. So you know what's he got to worry about? Um, I Juliet. hope by the end of this episode, Gunnar loses all of his money in <laughs> some sort of awkward decision in which he gives all his money to Bernie Madoff post-revelations about Bernie Madoff. That's how dumb Gunnar would be. We'd give him a second chance. <laughs> um, Juliet, meanwhile, meets up with Charlie um, and uh, she's asking him for help. Um, he says, always, I'll always help you. And he gives her a kiss. And she says, oh, I think you got the wrong impression. I'm here to kill you. Wait, no. Um, he says. She says, "I'm I'm dating someone." He says, "Oh, the uh, oh, what's it?" He calls him the roadie. The roadie. That was it. Which the is roadie. ridiculous because this was at the start of it was last year, and he still he, you know, she has been around the whole country, yeah. and she has social circles, and he just assumes, "Oh, this one person who you worked with last year." That would yeah. be your lover, as opposed to anybody else in the world. Because well, hey, you know life, dating apps. Performer. She could be a Raya. We don't know this. Maybe she could have found yeah. her last dragon. <laughs> um, but she joined she Scientology she loves... and then handed her husband. We, you know, which she would then, you know, have sex in a limousine and then divorce quickly again, as is her will. <laughs> now, says, now, where are says, they meeting? Uh, in some sort of bar. Oh, YMCA bar. of some kind. Yeah, like a bus shelter. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, this is under a uh, railway station. Oh, right, okay. You yeah, can hear the. Uh, yep. Yeah. Sorry, I he's forgot. Not about just that. poor, he's entirely homeless. But he owns radio stations. Um, so he says yeah, he's going to send. You can't really own radio stations, man. That's the airwaves. There's literally <laughs> radio waves flying through the air. That's molecules. You can't capture molecules and say you own them. 
and he's got a fleet of programmers he can send to her concert tomorrow. Well, she, she's, he, he sends out fleets? Mm-hmm. Who does that? No one uses fleets. A rich guy does that. Twitter's going to destroy them so eventually. You know who else is going to do that? Big, uh, guts, big, buck, big Buck's gonna is going to end up doing that. Because he's got the big bucks. Um, I just don't acknowledge this, maybe he'll go away. <laughs> uh, Raina, meanwhile, has come back to see Teddy, and she is not happy. What? Says, did you think of Maddie at all, or did you did you just... <laughs> did you think of Maddie when you were having sex with this woman? Yeah. Please say or, no. did you, or did you do it because uh, Deacon is her father, and you just wanted to screw up Deacon's life a bit? Um, to which Teddy says he feels like he's... Uh, stepping aside with every guitar lesson that Maddie's doing, and um, he's not—he's going to be damned if he's if he's going to lose Maddie to her actual dad, Deacon. God forbid. I mean, what what does Teddy bring to the table when it comes to extracurricular activities? Is it just you know she would have to hold press conferences to make it seem like Teddy is what? really engaged as a father? Yeah. Basically. That's, that's that's hard work for a teenager to call a press conference and have the, the, the nation's media. Even if you are, you know, daughter mayor. Speaking of the nation's media, they're, they're still talking about uh, Deacon. It's all over the news. And Beverly's watching it. And she's in um, Scarlet's room. And Scarlet comes in and she says, oh, did you know about this? And, and of course, we then look at the TV and it just says Music City Scandal. Yeah. And Raina getting into a car, so it doesn't tell you any context. We have no clue what yeah, it is. Yeah, but she's been watching for a while. She knows. Yeah, I know. But you know, just did you know about this? Yeah. Uh, that Raina James was in a scandal of getting into a car. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> is it just based on the fact that she had a car crash last year? So the idea of her getting Maybe. into a car is shocking, which yeah. it hasn't been for the last eighteen episodes. So <laughs> I think the news media is a little bit too over the top. I think um, news radio would have something to say about that if only it was owned by someone really important. <laughs> Well, um, well, yeah, Beverly, Beverly says to Scarlett, you knew and he didn't tell me. And she grabs her arm and she says, betrayed by my own daughter. Um, and he, she calls her a brat and storms out. Lovely mother. Lovely mother. This is a cool, normal character for a TV show to throw in there. Yeah. And accept us to, expect us to take any kind of actual, genuine, emotional care and consideration for everything. Yeah. Is the way it's set up and created. It's, it's finessed in a way when you'd only see like characters work out so well after four seasons on the wire. <laughs> well, um, now um, Juliet and Avery are in Bath together. Um, are in the Seems bath. Nice. Seems um, nice and comfortable. Yeah, it is. Uh, she tells him bath for a long time. I would like a bubble bath. She she tells him that uh, Charlie John, tried. Johnny, to Johnny, Johnny, close up the bluebird. We're going to make it a phone party. <laughs> Let's get this going, you and I. Again, yeah, you can be big spoon if you want. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, she tells Avery that Charlie tried to kiss her, and he says, "Well, I figured he would." Um, he bites fingers. About... Of course, he's going to move to other various forms of mouth communication. He says, "I think I figured we would. He would because um, it's Charlie Wentworth we're talking about here." Um, Notorious Kiss. Yep. Uh, Zoe, meanwhile, has bought her new demo and new headshots, um, and turns out there's not much on the horizon at the moment, but she should try a different market, um, perhaps Fish. Los Angeles. Oh, different kind of... Um, they've got pop, rap, R&B going on there, and uh, the opportunity isn't going to show up on her doorstep. Why don't uh, they mention other classic genres like jazz, new metal, ska... Jazz, yeah, that jazz does happen in La La Land. Um, yeah, well, could you explain something? Sorry? You as a white man is probably the uh, the most accessible way of explaining oh, to yeah. jazz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really should watch that again. Do you um, want to watch that again after this? Do you want to sit down and watch La La Land and go, wow. Wow, let's move back to Nashville. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Zoe's got to make things happen herself. Because opportunity isn't just going to show up on her doorstep. Oh, you're saying opportunity will not knock? Yep, exactly. At the basement of the bungalow? Yep. She'll have to um, spread her wings and fly. An assistant comes by to see uh, Scarlet and says that they're ready for her soundtrack. And she says, oh, by the way, your mum's awesome. What? She's like, oh, my mum's here. And they're like, oh, you you don't have your um, 
your intercom thing your, uh, monitor. Switch, your monitor switched on and she switches it on and there's Beverly singing your good girl's gonna go bad over the speakers turns out she's been jamming on stage for about 30 minutes um, on stage it's not really jamming she's just singing a song that's already been re-done true yeah it's just the band is you know I guess playing along with what she's choosing to sing yeah. it's not like she's saying skimmy-do-ba skimmy-do-ba skimmy-do-scoobies-scoobies-do-ba-da-ba I'm scared well, one man well Scarlet comes out on stage and um, uh, interrupts her mum and says we've got to do sound check now she's like oh yeah sure that's fine and steps aside and she says this one's for you mum and absolutely fucking kills it with Black Roses this is the best performance of Black Roses right it, no? I mean best performance have you heard this before yeah it's the one that she, she was writing with um with <clears throat> why have I forgotten his name? Avery. No, Liam. not with Avery. Liam. Yeah. Were they writing it? Yeah, yeah. They were, they were, she'd already written the. How the are they lyrics. writing it? Well, without a pen and piece of paper, obviously, because that's style. how. Yeah, Nashville style. But yeah, we've heard we've heard bits and pieces. This is. The I first didn't realise that this felt like it was a complete matter. Oh no! This is yeah. This is the one that she um she was writing with uh, Liam, and she was saying it was about her mum and stuff. And then she gets to sing it in front of her mum. Um, no, she doesn't get to sing it in front of her mum. She gets to sing it at her mum. Yeah. Very um, important. Yeah. And it's powerful, right? It's so good. So good. The thing about Scarlett O'Connor, I think this might be a controversial statement. She's a good singer. The heck you say? I know. People don't really talk about this very often, but her singing voice, it's good. Well, um... Yeah, what do you think of Black Roses then? What looking at this is the first time you heard it then? It's it's pretty tough. It's tough, but it's heavy. It's so good, so good. It's one of the most complete songs Full I've ever on the show. Yeah. Full of emotion. Absolutely love it. Um, after the song, uh, Beverly kind of tracks her down. And says, "Is that really what you think of me? That I'm some kind of monster?" Uh, to which Scarlet says, "You know exactly what you've." Uh, done to me my whole life um, Beverly grabs her and says I provided you for you I gave up my dreams for you you think your childhood was such a tra- tragedy and uh, Scarlet is not having fun and neither are we neither are we the fans of Scarlet O'Connor yep um, Maddie imagine, and imagine if Scott was going through this stuff how much fun would this be it'd be like a comedy story oh, that would be worse it would be oh. hilarious if there's one thing worse than Scarlet going through this, it'd be uh, oh god, Scarlet getting some you know childhood abuse coming back to haunt him. I mean, I'd be laughing down the aisles. That'd be no. like a regular Hangover trilogy. No, no, it would be horrible. Poor Big Bug Scunner. Um, stick. Sister catch-up time now. Really? Yeah, but it's Maddie and Daphne's sister catch-up time. Oh, yeah, that's not counting. Um, Daphne's, They're not sisters. Uh, <laughs> true. Um, Daphne is uh, is sulking on her bed. Um, Maddie comes in and asks her to play for a while, but Daphne doesn't want to sing with her anymore. Um, to which Maddie says, "We always sing together." But Daphne says, "Well, why did you post a video of you singing on your own? What was all that about, huh? Um, do you not want to be my sister anymore?" And um, Maddie the same name. Maddie says, uh, "I screwed up. I was." reacting and asks Daphne to forgive her and she starts singing Hey Ho and Daphne eventually starts singing back and it's their one of Kermit's uh, lesser known songs yep <laughs> yep it's not even an original song I don't believe well no it's, uh, it's an what does it call them it's uh, a cover no no not a cover a uh, traditional song yeah no one actually knows the origins it's just something right. that's been passed down from generations to generations <laughs> Um, like Kumbaya well, and Hey Ho, those are the two. Off screen, Colton has been trying to find out who posted the video, according to um, to Luke. Hands off the wheeler. Uh, it off might have, I, I would have yeah. been remiss to have seen that adventurous storyline <laughs> of a child have, child detective, some sort of you know. It might have been a friend joke. of the, a friend of a friend, possibly. Um, the Robin Roberts interview is about to start. Yep, Robin Roberts is about to interview. Uh, Raina and uh, Teddy. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Robin Roberts. 
Yeah. Who well, the hell is that? already turned up. She's <laughs> she's 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 the interviewer for Nashville. It seems. The Nashville uh, interviewer. Yeah, the Nashville interviewer. Um, Who am I? Do you really want to know? These are the questions I ask because I'm the Nashville interviewer. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, um, the interview is about to happen um, with Raina and Teddy. Oh, this is for Good Morning America, we should say. Yeah. GMA. Um, and they, they live on New York time, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Fast. New York minutes. Woof. Um, and we have a little t- tiny bit of a sister catch-up time with uh, oh, yeah. Raina Proper. and Tandy. Proper. Because um, she says, well, what if I told Deacon then and there back in the day about... Maddie, maybe uh, maybe he wouldn't. Maybe becoming a dad would have got rid of his demons. Um, but Tandy says, "No, no, I was there. I know that's not what that's not what gets rid of being an alcoholic. Finding out you've got a daughter." Um, Zoe, meanwhile, was talking to uh, Big Bucks Gunner. She's talking about thinking of taking a couple of weeks in LA. Uh, Gunner's not very happy about that. He says, why? Well, why does he not love LA? Well, he loves Zoe and Zoe's... Century Boulevard. Yeah, he loves but, it. But um, Gunner suggests, why doesn't Zoe um, quit her job? Um, he loves he says, it. Oh, he says, uh, he says, I'll take care of you. Um, just don't leave Nashville. Um, but she says, I don't need a sugar daddy. Um, and moving in with him would feel like a step backward. And she said, you should uh, spend your money on your dreams. What dreams would a big bucks gunner be spending this money on? Being a nice normal human being for once. That's a good dream to achieve. Ah, wow. You'll never make it. He's living his dreams. Is that what you're saying? What you're saying is he's living his dreams. (laughs) Um, Scarlet, um, no, sorry, wait. Uh, First, Charlie turns up at Juliet's concert. Um... Because he's so rich and powerful. Um, yeah, sure. Avery, that guy. Avery bumps into him and he says, just to be clear, um, I don't like the way you treat her. Um, to which Charlie says, you're out, you're out of your league. Um, and Juliet's going to realise that sooner or later. Um, to which Avery says, you can't buy Juliet and you never could. Because he's poor. Over, move on. Um Scarlet comes in to speak to Juliet uh, and asks for the night off. She is not looking good. She is looking like she needs one night off just for her mental health, please. Um, she yeah, says, that's what I've been asking you for a while when you said no. And you insisted <laughs> that it's because there are radio people who are going to pop against the bluebirds. So I have They're going to gonna turn up at some point. We have to yeah, be... It's been a year now. We have to be ready. They, you don't know when they could turn up. Turns um, out not for a year. I could have had off. Trust me, I know they're going to turn up. Um, I know this. Um, she's, she basically says to Juliet, don't make me go out there. But um, Juliet says, you've got to go out and smile, even if you feel like crying. Um, oh, and also there's a lot of important people out there, so give them a good show. Okay, bye. Yeah. Um, Scarlet goes back to her dressing room, uh, pours herself a drink, like uncle, like niece. It feels like she goes from her from Juliet's room directly into her dressing room. Like that's the only way to get through is maybe adjoining doors. Mm-hmm. Oh, wouldn't that be cute? Um, no, because that feels like you're in a yeah a room within a room. Basically, you're in her cupboard. Well, um, from niece to uncle now because Deacon has turned up for the Robin Roberts interview. Um, Raina wants him to tell the truth, so that's what he's going to do. Um, Concussion style, that's a bold play. They start the interview and Deacon sort of cuts in and he says, Right, let's get down to it. He says, Um she uh Yes, Maddie is my biological daughter. Why was she made raised by another man? Because I was an alcoholic. Well, not an alcoholic, I was a plain old drunk back at, back then. Um Teddy says I might not be my biological Maddie's biological dad, but I love her all the same. Um, Deacon confirms he's got a relationship going on with her, and it's the best thing in his life. Oh, wow! Um, Scarlet's there getting drunk, going, "Well, <laughs> my my uncle doesn't even love me that much." Uh, Maddie's song has had nine hundred thousand hits 
so far. That's good. Sounds good. Is it? Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, how many how many podcast hits does this show get? True. Two two billion. Two billion. Yeah. <laughs> um. What's our um, royalty check like? Well, you don't need to worry about that. Um, you just worry about the the uh the the people that are going to come by. Be prepared, okay? Um, oh yeah. Yes. Uh, Robin Roberts asks um, if there's going to be a debut album coming out soon for Maddie after nine hundred thousand hits, but they don't seem too keen on that idea. Well, who's going to pay parents. for that? Who's got the kind of money who could get someone to a studio? This this very Charlie year? Wentworth or, or Big Bucks Gunner. That's right. Speaking of which, Big Bucks Charlie in there, please. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Big Bucks Gunner has pulled up at, outside a house that's uh, for sale. Uh, he's given it the eyes. Hmm. Wait, wait. What kind of house? What does it say on the uh, thing? What does it say on the thing? Oh, it's it's Cumberland Real Realty. Oh, what's it? <laughs> it's Cumberland River Realty. Is what it says. Right. Which puts it right in the play of uh, Teddy's old shenanigans. <laughs> that's that's why I brought that up again while we were yep. watching. It's like, well, wait a second, is this going to be? And the way you're acting is like that's not relevant to any story. That Cumberland deal stuff has completely disappeared. But it feels like, uh, hey, maybe Big Buck Scanner is going to be involved with something. Sorry, of... maybe who? Gunner Scott is going to be. Sorry? No, no, with... say that again. You said something else the first time. <laughs> Gunner. Sorry, no, no, you're breaking up. Say it loud and Gunner. clear. Say it loud and clear what you just said the first time. Big Bulls Gunner. No. <laughs> I, I know you're obsessed Big with Gunner's Bad Gunner. Big Bucks. Go on, say it. Say it once. Say it once for Baby me. Baby Bell Gunner. Say it once and I might give you a night off. Big Bucks Gunner. No, say it properly. Big Bucks Gunner. No, you're never going to get that night off. Uh, um, <laughs> might be investing in some sort of long-form situation which we and Teddy Combat are going to take over natural. Um, meanwhile, the interview with Robin Roberts wraps up. Robin Roberts wraps up the interview, um, and Deacon just leaves straight away. Uh, Luke says he, he to, keeps the radio mic. You know, you never yeah. know. Did that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke that says to Luke says to Raina that the interview went well. It's it's um trending. It's, yeah, it's trending. It's got nine hundred thousand hits. Um, Why me? We're gonna bring, we're gonna release a debut album now. <laughs> well, um, Roberts is gonna release a debut album based on uh, the works of Gunnar Scott. Um, and Luke heads off, and he gets in the car, and he punches the chair in the car. Um, I have a feeling, something tells me, maybe Luke leaks that video. Right, Luke question. posted that video. Yeah, he's punching this chair. Does he at this point realise the invisible man's there? Or is there something yeah, that's going to be coming up in the next couple of episodes? The Invisible Man was sitting there. Oh, right. <laughs> Surprise. No, no. Yeah, the Invisible Man stand the entire time. Every every scene, the Invisible Man is it. Yeah, I, I see him. Yeah. We'll I was see. wondering when people are going to notice him. Well, that's, that's for the big, big, big finale. When is he going to get his headshots? <laughs> um, Scarlet is going up on stage and Avery tries to talk to her but she kind of shoves him away and she's acting very strange and he's like uh oh we need to get Juliet right away because there's an emergency um, Is she Raina... good at CPR? What's, what's, what's the thing? Is well, she a fire marshal? Juliet uh, the emergency is that Scarlet is just acting strange so Yeah we... but what's Juliet going to do? Is well, she Juliet, licensed Juliet's, for this kind of situation? Juliet's concert so she, she can make this decision and Say, yeah, but the she, there's also other people involved. It's not just her putting up the concert. Yeah. You know, the Highway 65 representation probably needs yeah, to she's, get it separate. Yeah, she's she's the big name. Um, okay, but look, <laughs> if there's a fire breaking out at a you know Flow Rider gig, is Flow Rider going to be up there with an <laughs> extinguisher, or is there someone else expected yeah. to just manage that? Because no, he's got to get himself ready to go on stage. And he's got to think about his entire life before he goes on stage to the clock style. <laughs> Um, Raina uh, is with Deacon and she's thanking him for um, coming to the interview and and sorting it sorting out a mess a bit um, right. to which Deacon says you know you should have told me um, he says I know I'm, I was a mess back then he, he understands that but he says I got better and I've been good for a long time so why didn't you tell me when Maddie was three or five or ten 
why didn't you give me a little bit more time to be her dad? Uh, Raina says, well, you're always part of her life. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. He says, I never saw her sleep. I never held her when she was scared. Never felt her wrap her arms around my leg when she was shy. You know, I was there, but I didn't know. Um, and if she hadn't found out, he probably still wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but Raina brings up the point that when I did tell you, you got drunk and um, I almost died. So <laughs> when was the perfect time? Who knows? We'll never know. Um, Charlie, meanwhile, is flirting with Scarlet or trying to flirt with Scarlet. Yeah, uh, just before she goes flirt. up on stage. <laughs> just before she goes up on stage. Um, Avery catches her, catches him, rather, and says, no, 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 no. Um, Scarlet what is off is limits. Um, Scarlet's off limits to which Scarlet sort of just runs off she gets her chance and goes straight up to the stage Um, Juliet finally turns up and she says what's going on and um, oh there's there's a concert Juliet you're going to go on stage in a bit you should probably rehearse and Avery says "Uh, I don't know but something is wrong and she says no no I don't mean that she says it's okay for him for Charlie to kiss me but it's not okay for him to flirt with Scarlet. And he says, well, hold on. You said he tried to kiss you. You never said he, he succeeded. Um, but there's no, no time to dwell on that because um, Scarlet's turned up on stage and all she can see in the crowd is her mum. And she uh, completely and utterly breaks down, uh, to which Avery runs out to the rescue. What did the crowd do? The crowd, uh, we don't know because they're all like, her mum, basically, in her eyes. They're not, well, they're not her mum. They're like versions of people who are reacting to her, like her mum would react to her. It's not mm. like it's fifty different versions of the same actor put in there. They they didn't go that far. It's been they just have them booing and putting their thumbs down at her, which is you know ridiculous. And a few of them get their cameras out, so that's going to be good. And that yeah, is... it's going to say Scarlet Claiborne, isn't it? <laughs> And that's uh, season two, episode nineteen. Crazy. Stop calling me that. Lynn's cute. <laughs> um. Yeah. Shit's going down. We've only got a few yeah. episodes left of season two. And how many of them is Scarlet going to be okay for? Because I don't like the parts where Scarlet's not okay. Uh, next week's gonna be tough. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna tell you now and now. Oh, now, okay. So uh, yeah. next week it's uh, Johnny Solo. Yeah. <laughs> The band's going to break up, so um, you're not going to get that job at Marcy's Playground. Well, where can we find you to um to 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 what? I was going to say reconcile, not reconcile, but like to to calm you down and 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 try to console? tell you that everything's con- consoled. That, that was it. For? Yep, that's the time I was looking for. Where can we find you to console you during this week? Before we watch the find next me, episode, find me on Twitter at Ethan Runt is where I'm at. Usually, you know, I'm going through a spiral anyway, so this is getting worse. Yeah. Sorry. What about you? You can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, and you can find us at uh, bluebird underscore pod on Twitter, mm-hmm. bluebird pod on Facebook, and bluebird pod on Instagram. Ooh. And us at bluebird pod at hotmail.com. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. And what do we do on Wednesdays? Uh, on Wednesdays, we watch movies and we uh, talk whether we are mad for the movie or movie mad for them. Oh, is there a podcast name for that? It's called Are You Movie Mad? Oh, that's interesting. What are we watching next? Gosh, I think <laughs> I think we're digging out a dugout, if you know what I mean. Right. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I can't remember that. I'm going to psych you out at some point. Uh, right, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, until next week, um, prepare yourself. <laughs>